Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Proverbs 1-7, we are going to be looking at the fear of the Lord. So today's readings are coming from the English Standard Version. I bet you weren't expecting that. And the reason for that is really just because I feel like it. The great thing about living, being an English speaker in today's society is that there are there's a plethora of Bible versions for me to choose from. And I was actually, I was praying this morning. I'm in my closet praying. And I saw the ESV study Bible that I got. I think it was the Christmas of 2019. And I was like, man, I want to use that. Because oh, I just have such great memories with this. Like, that's the Bible. I'm tapping on it. It's hardcover. Oh, I love this Bible. It's just like... It was really, it's formative in my faith. Uh, I can see the lead smears on it from me writing in it with um, with a pencil. Like, oh man, this Bible. Oh my, I'm getting nostalgia just looking at this Bible. I hope you have a Bible that just brings back memories. My Christian Standard Bible, Study Bible, CSB Study Bible. That was the first study Bible I owned. But the ESV Study Bible was like the first one that I really used. Oh, man. I don't even think I can do a lesson now. I'm just, I'm, I'm riding on memory lane. I don't know where you are. But anyways, <laughs> again, I'm reading to you from the ESV. And the passage reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, in this passage, I want us to look at the head, the heart, and the hands. So, first the head. This passage is formative in the book of Proverbs. It really sets the tone for the whole book. And you could summarize Proverbs with this passage. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, I want us first to look at head, because to fear the Lord, you need to know the Lord. I'll say that again. To fear the Lord, you must know the Lord. And the question arises, how does one know the Lord? Well, you heard that. That is, while you don't need to use the ESV study Bible, and you don't need to use a study Bible in general, you do need to use a Bible. And... While I would recommend the ESV Study Bible to you in hopes that it creates nice nostalgic memories, I would encourage you to use the Bible you've got. Hopefully you've got a Bible open right now. You might have grabbed a CSB, I don't know, because you were just expecting that, but I threw you off. But grab your Bible and read it. It is food for you. And I know that's a weird metaphor, like I've always... When I'm singing worship songs and I hear food, it just makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why. I don't like food in worship songs. But the Word of God is like food to you. It is your sustenance. Man does not live on bread alone, but on the Word of God. I would encourage you, strongly encourage you, to read your Bible every day. And this is not out of some like legalistic like... You need to read the Bible every day, wear pants, long sleeves. Like, no, you know, if you skip a day reading the Bible, you're not going to hell. But I would really encourage you to read the Bible every day just because it's great for your soul. 
Like it's great for your heart just to be talking to God in prayer and listening to God through his word. I just, you know, I'm not commanding you to read the Bible every day, but I really would advise it just because it's not going to let you down. I mean, it's not going to be easy. It's a spiritual discipline and a spiritual discipline is a discipline. Okay, this is not like sitting on a couch watching a movie. That's not discipline. That's, you know, you naturally want to do that. But the longer that you discipline yourself to read the Bible, the more enjoyable it is. Don't expect your first day reading the Bible to be like, wow, this is the greatest experience ever. Like, you know, we we battle the flesh every day, our sinful flesh. So don't expect your sinful flesh to be like, yeah, man, I'm okay with reading the Bible. Like, no, Satan does not want you reading the Bible. Your sinful flesh does not want you reading the Bible. But the longer that you read scripture, the more you're able to resist that. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You got to know your God before you fear him. So we talked about getting to know God. And additionally, I would add another great way to know God is through great books. Like, right now, I'm rereading Knowing God by J.I. Packer. So the way you know God is read Knowing God. (laughs) But, you know, you don't need to read that. I would really encourage it, though. It's a fantastic book. But other great books, read those. They help. They gather scriptures and then present them so that's easy for us lay people to understand. And again, we don't need that, you know. Like, the Word of God is sufficient. It is piercing to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. But having great books does help us to apply this and really to see blind spots where we have, where others don't. And that really, that's all I'm going to say about knowing the Lord. But now I want us to look at fearing the Lord. This has to do with the heart. We've looked at the head. You need to know your God before you fear him. Now, let us fear the Lord with our heart. The heart is the most important thing because you could be the greatest theologian ever and still go to hell. Like, you could know all that there is to know about God. You could write a big old textbook. You could found a seminary, but you could still go to hell if you don't actually fear the Lord. Knowing God, knowing about God is not enough for you to fear him. You need to be in awe of your God. And one of the best ways to do that is to preach the gospel to yourself every day. I know I do that. Just this morning, I was praying and praising God, and I'm like, holy cow, like, I am so blessed by God. That is fear of the Lord, where you're just overwhelmed with, I don't deserve anything, but I've been given everything. That's fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord will lend itself to your hands, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. But fear of the Lord is just soaking in the gospel. It's just knowing where you are, how good God has been to you, and how strong and powerful he is. I was reading this morning how Israel, it was King Josiah, and how God could have struck the Israelites down because of their sin. But they humbled themselves, and God gave them mercy because he's gracious. Like, look how good our God is. Recently, 
My church has been praying for someone who's in a terrible accident. And God has been so gracious and healed, incredibly healed this person. Like he was in a coma for a week. Now, part of a lot of that was medically induced when they're trying to get his body right. But either way, your brain is not supposed to stop working for, you know, a week on end. And he was able to have a lot of success in that. And obviously, he's still recovering from that. But our church was able to pray to God, intercede for him for days and hours on end. And God was gracious and incredibly powerful to heal him. And it just shows me how powerful our God is. And it just, it does make me want to hope that, like, if I'm in a bad accident, I hope y'all are praying for me, too. And that's a great encouragement, too, knowing, like, the church body is there. God is incredibly powerful. And when the church worships him and fears him, there is incredible power. There is our, we worship an incredibly powerful, incredibly gracious God. And finally, the fear of the Lord leads to a love of the Lord and an obeying of the Lord. So, this is the last thing. I want us to look at the second half of this passage. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And really the flip side of that is wise people love wisdom and instruction. We obey instruction if we fear the Lord. If we know God and we fear him and love him, then we're going to obey. The reason I have this last is because you can't obey if you don't know God and if you don't love him. You have to do those things. Otherwise, it's just empty good works. And if you if you don't love God, I don't want you to waste your time obeying. The only way that obedience is true and genuine and worthwhile is if you know your God and love him. That is what I encourage you. That's what I beg of you to do. It's just to know your God, love him, fear him, and then obey. When you are out living, the way that you can obey is by remembering the gospel, fearing the gospel, fearing your Lord, having a reverential awe, knowing that before God, you were dead in your sins, but now we are alive in Christ. That's great news. That is how we obey, by remembering where we are, by going to God in his word, by fearing him. That's the beginning of knowledge. That's the beginning of wisdom and instruction. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you have not already, you can check us out at our website, AdoptedBelievers.com. You can find all sorts of articles, podcasts about us. And you can also email me questions at Daniel at AdoptedBelievers.com. That's Daniel at AdoptedBelievers.com. I'll be happy to answer your comments, questions, or concerns. And without further ado, I will see you all next time. 